This is the Cypher Podcast, where we'll be diving into various gaming cultures, checking out some games, talking to some gamers about their gaming experiences. Cypher, Africa's ultimate gaming podcast. What's up, guys? Bloody up How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is fine. Okay, it's nice to have you. I mean, yeah, man. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, yeah. So I wanted to ask you how often normally stream? Depends. Mostly on weekdays uh, around Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Those are my streaming hours. But uh, when I'm not busy, I might stream the whole the whole week. But normally it's during towards the weekends in the morning hours. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, nice to hear. Okay, so how about we get a little uh, bit of backstory? How did you get into gaming? Um, I don't know. My my neighbor, my neighbor used to have a, an old as yeah, an old as more like computer. So I used mm. to game. I, I remember we used to game there a lot. So I think that's how I got okay. into gaming. So we used to like play with other, with other, with the, like the guy, the guy, the guy is my family. Like the neighbor I'm talking about is my family. So we used to, yeah. um, after school, we mm. used to get dropped off there because we were, we had moved to this area we live in right now. So my mom used to drop us there and, you know, come pick us up when she's back from work. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, after homework and all that, you know, bizarre. It's gaming, you know, it's mm. gaming, plus the, the the computer had a couple of games here and there, Mortal Kombat, Meet on Madness, Dangerous Div, um, the Mario, hey. there was a Mario that was ported to PC, so we also used to play it, Vice City, so we used to play a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, the classic. Dangerous yeah, Dave, Mario. Yeah. Mid- I'm surprised that Midtown Mad- Madness kind of died down. It was a, really, it was a nice game, so driving around and wreaking mayhem. I mean, Need for Speed came about, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking true. back at Midtown Madness, I don't think it was really that mm. like a great game compared to because I remember the one that we played was NFS two. That is the one that we played a lot, actually, even compared to. Yeah. I think Midtown Madness was special because of the open world. I think that's yeah. the only like special yeah. thing I remember about it. You know, maybe trying to hit the pedestrians and they were always jumping off. <laughs> so that was yeah, that yeah, was crazy. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Is it? Actually, I think is that that's more, that, that's the reason NFS also tried uh, their hand at open world. Was it uh, Underground Two? Yeah, I think it was Underground Two, where they like drive to this location. Yeah. There's a race to be done. Drive to this one. You can go drift. You get yeah. I think yeah, that's when yeah, they tried I, I the, think... that open world. Mm. Yeah, probably they got, but I but I do think maybe Rockstar was the initiator of like open worlds. Um, with GTA, I think maybe that inspired other game studios to create open world experiences. Yeah, that's true. It's weird because GTA One and Two were so were open world, but top down shooters. Top down. Yeah, you know what's because funny about think, that is, yeah. mm-hmm. I was watching the how Xbox came about, and apparently Rockstar had approached Microsoft. Uh, so that they can make like GTA 3, but you know, Microsoft turned it down and then um, ended mm. up choosing um, what is this game? Halo. Halo? So the developers, yeah. Bungie, yeah, they ended up uh, working with Bungie. And mm. of course, you know what happened after that. So GTA launched on the PlayStation. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's just <laughs> the funny story. I, mean, I remember seeing it uh, like on. Imagine, I think, imagine GTA, GTA as a, an Xbox exclusive. Hi. That would have, I mean, that would have uh, shifted. It would have shifted a lot of Xboxes because <laughs> the way Halo has moved Xboxes, especially mm. Xbox, was it Xbox Three, just because of Halo alone. Xbox Three, uh, I think it was Xbox Three Six. Yeah, those Xbox okay. Three Six. Halo popularized the first Xbox. Mm. Yeah, but the Xbox Three Sixty, I think, was like at the peak of. But I don't even think it's more of like Halo that made it more popular. Mm. I, I think that it played a part, yes, but I feel like Xbox, because of the, like Xbox was the pioneer of social gaming where, uh, you know, you have unlock like unlocking achievements, 
showing your friends mm-hmm. what you're playing, showing your friends what yeah. level you are. Xbox was the first one to do that. So I think that that is, yeah. I mean, like the Xbox was like a home entertainment system. It could play games, it could play music. And I think that was what Microsoft was going for because even like the, the idea behind the Xbox was a Sony is dominating the living room. And uh, of course, Microsoft being Microsoft was like, no, we have to rebuild something of our own. And that's how Xbox came about. Okay, I think I think I watched a video recently. I mean, Xbox kind of started because was it uh, Microsoft tried to do something with, was it Nintendo? And then Nintendo kind of snubbed them. So they were like, yeah, let's make our own. I mean, there's also in Nintendo, but I mean, this mm. is Microsoft. Uh, they do, to be honest, they do have monopolistic tendencies. So I could wow. see Bill Gates being like, no way. It has to be something from Microsoft in the living room. Because I mean, Microsoft had pretty much cornered the software industry back in the 90s and 80s. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So, was it like, so the, the, the PC that you never had, was it like a uh, Pentium 4? Actually, I don't remember, but I do remember it had a compact logo. So, ah, compact. Yeah, must have been around that Pentium 4, Pentium 3, Pentium 4. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's way back in the day, man. Probably it was that. But it was, it was, it was pretty nice. Compact. It was pretty it's capable. Actually, actually, which Windows was it running? <laughs> Windows uh, 98. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that. Actually, up to this time, there's a game, one of the first games I ever played. I think it was called Demonstar or something like that. To this day, mm-hmm. I still can't find that game. Either that was not the real name or it was one of those very, very obscure shooters. It was sort of like, uh, shit, what was it called? Sort of like uh, Galaga of sorts. Like you're in your spaceship, then there's aliens and whatnot coming down. You have to shoot them while they also shoot back, then you collect power-ups. I think it was sort of like Galaga. But to this day, I still can't find that game. To this day, I've looked and looked, but yeah. Yeah, it was one of the first games I played on PC. Busy. Yeah. I think yeah. the first one me was like, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, the dangerous one I Dave was. Remember. Uh, I remember primary dangerous Dave was popular. A lot of guys, you know, had to. I don't guys like because for me we had a PC at home, but for others like you know, a friend was a PC. Uh, okay, I have it on us on a CD or no, no, no. I have it on a floppy. floppy disk. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Mario, Dangerous Dave, Midtown Madness. You just bring, let's go, let's go. Just after school, spend all that time. Don't forget about homework. Throw the bag somewhere in a corner. Let's go. Oh, okay. It's been yeah. nice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a nice start. Almost everyone has their own interesting way of starting. Like, I know someone who said that he started up in console. I'm like, yeah, which console? PS4. Like, eh, now you're young, but yeah, everyone has where they came from, where they started gaming from. So, I think uh, most people will have started from uh, uh, my assumption is most people will have started from consoles like the Segas, the Nintendos, the PS1, mm. the PS2s. I think the PS2, especially, was really popular, but I don't know. Me, my, yeah, my parents, uh, I don't. I think the reason why I got started with PCs, you know, my, my parents were not the kind to be convinced to buy anything. So I'm lucky, like I had that neighbor. So, and, you know, I used to go there a lot. So I think, because uh, I, I only, I, I think my mom bought me like a Sega. Uh, that, that was way later. The one that has like a shooting dark game. I don't know if it's like, I think it was like a clone. <laughs> It's not like an original Sega Genesis and stuff. But I think that's the only one that we, we, we had. Other than that, um, I've mostly been a PC gamer. Hey. Oh, okay. Okay, well. Yeah. 
So, I mean, PC is where it all started. But then around, was it 2003, 2004? Mm-hmm. That's when the PlayStation 2 came. And then I'm like, okay. Because the, my first game on PlayStation 2 was uh, FIFA 2000, uh, was it 2004, 2005, the year later? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my first game on PlayStation. Because I'd not been used to just sit down in front of the TV with this thing and, you know, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, something I had to get used to. But once I got used to it, and well, once other games came in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So shame. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, oh, that's one of the last FIFA games I've played. The last game. Which one? FIFA, FIFA 2000. The last oh, game was uh, <laughs> 2000, 2005. Hey, <laughs> I played, uh, was it uh, football? Well, football manager, 1998. Like the, play, the PlayStation 1. Football manager, yeah. It was nice, like it was nice because oh another thing, uh, uh I also figured out that PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 had mm-hmm. backwards compatibility, or I don't know how they did it, but they figured out a way of making games from PlayStation work in the PlayStation 2. And I think that's one of the reasons PlayStation 2 was was king at the time because you get games from PlayStation 1s, which were a lot, but not many had as much popularity. And then you add them to the already massive roster that PlayStation 2 had in terms of games. It was sick. That's why I think PlayStation 2 kind of dominated over Nintendo, over Sega, over Xbox at the time. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I don't know... Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not really familiar with the PlayStation that much because I just remember playing, uh, sorry, I just remember playing, um, it's a GTA San Andreas. That's like, that's, uh, and what, and NFS, Need for Speed and Mid, 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 Midnight Club? I think that was a Rockstar Mid- game as well. Mid- Midnight Club, hey. Yes, just up so it just have some cool music. Oh, and Mortal Kombat. But um, mm-hmm. for the PlayStation, I don't know. I we like again. I think I said it earlier. We, we, ne- we I never had access to a uh, PlayStation. So to be honest, it's it's really an an alien world for me. Like I even like even to date, <laughs> like I see I I I, I, see, I hear things. I remember like I learned about Party Chat last year. I was like, oh, because hey. I was like, you know, I'm used, I'm so used to Discord. I'm like, so PlayStation have their own thing, mm-hmm. right? I did, yeah. I didn't know of Xbox Party Chat because I had used it before, yeah. but I never yeah. knew that PlayStation also had an equivalent. So, mm-hmm. so how these things that I hear from PlayStation, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I really, I really yeah. am not a, a PlayStation guy. And I mean, you know, nah. <laughs> it's not like I have anything against it. It's just that life circumstances pushed me to towards a yeah. uh, PC. Oh, okay, so, I guess, I guess. Well, it yeah. happens. I mean, I, it took a while for me to get back into PlayStation gaming after oh, I left my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And oh, I gave my PlayStation to someone, so I was like, Okay, let's mm-hmm. go PC. And that's how I got to know San Andreas. Then I'm like, hey, let's go, let's go. After that, mm-hmm. I came back into PlayStation. Actually, not PlayStation, console. When I was, uh, mm-hmm. I think, was, I was in Nairobi, when I was in Nairobi, a friend of mm-hmm. mine introduced me to X, the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Playing, uh, yeah, the first game I played on Xbox so Injustice. Like, I don't know, you know Trick? That first Trick on uh, Kenyatta Avenue. Trick. Trick gaming, yeah, they, yeah. I, I know that, uh, pretty yeah. popular gaming. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's why we went. Yeah, yeah. that time I was in Nairobi studying my what's my diploma, but trick gaming, mm-hmm. me, Martin, uh, Martha, and uh, Karanu. That's where we went. Oh, each other in Just... Yeah, he's the yeah. reason why. Yeah. Blame, yeah, blame him. We whooped each other. Yeah. But yeah, he's the reason I got introduced to Xbox. I mean, it was a whole new world. Like the Xbox controller was like, eh, you get used to the PlayStation, the analogs are in what? One place. But then this one's up here, this one's down here. You're like, okay, okay, okay. 
unsurprisingly. Yes, I think. Just yeah. to think, uh, um, the placement of those analogs was weird on the on, on on Xbox until I tried it and I realized how comfortable it was to hold uh, an Xbox controller. Like, yeah, um, it's surprisingly comfortable. It, it, it even feels more natural to have the analog up there. Yeah, and of course like for the get, uh, for the you get used sorry. to it. You get used to it. Like you get very used to it. You're like, okay. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, Black Ops, okay. This one up is movement, or if you don't want to use that, just use these ones, direction keys. But then PlayStation, you know, your thumbs mm-hmm. just naturally go to us, to the center. So I find it difficult to use the directional keys. And that's what, that became a very public, a big problem when I was playing Street Fighter. I'm like, ah, it doesn't mm-hmm. use analogs. Why do you keep going back to analog? I had to buy a PlayStation 1 controller so I could play Street Fighter. Imagine. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're right. That thing feels... The Xbox controller feels more comfortable than what? PlayStation. Actually, these days, they've been trying to go a little... Oh, I don't know if, what they're trying to do, but it seems like they're trying to make the controller longer for PlayStation because when you compare the size of the one for the PS5, mm-hmm. PS4, and PS3. The difference mm-hmm. in terms of size is the PS5 one is longer, like way longer. Like, I feel like... Oh, what? I, I, that? I feel like they're trying to make it more curved. I think they're, they're getting hints from the Xbox. Because, you know, the, for the Xbox controller, it's curved. It's kind of... It doesn't feel tiring to hold cause of the curved angle. And I feel like maybe that's what PlayStation is also going for. And of course, you know, they can't infringe on the design. The Xbox is the one that has the analog up there. So I feel like maybe they are trying to, you know, try to make it as comfortable because, of course, the Xbox controller is very popular. So maybe that's maybe that was their goal, but I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure I, I just have a hint that that is what they were going for because it's even slanted. You know, it just... To be honest, yeah. uh, it looks more like... It looks more and more like an Xbox controller. <laughs> like if I was to look at them side to side. Yeah. <laughs> very true because at the end of the day, like, guys, why don't you just go? Why don't I just go on? I think you're, you're cutting out a little bit. Your, your connection might be... Because I got the Sega Genesis. Oh, sorry. But yeah, like I was saying, like maybe just dump the one you have now and then come up with a new design. But another person that's also mm-hmm. done very interesting console, well, console controller designs. Huh. What was that one? The Nintendo, which, which has the analog in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like. How do you play the game when the analog is in the middle? I think no, it wasn't the Dreamcast. I don't think it's Dreamcast. I think it's a Nintendo. It is the one where the controller is normal, but then in the middle you have uh, that one analog stick. Mm-hmm. So you know it's it up, Sega controller. Give me a second. Let me see the images. Hmm. Their their button layout was weird. I can see another one here with like three buttons that are like are, like aligned. I don't know how to describe this. But they're slanted, yeah, like they're straight in a in a yeah, slanted a in a straight slanted line. That's mm, weird though. That's the Sega. That is the Sega. That's is the same no argument about that one though i think it was a a nintendo wii or something i don't remember which wii it was but i was like Mm -hmm. how do you come up with something like that the controller is smack dab in the middle of the (laughs) it's just like guys oh you mean yeah it's the nintendo 64 i think i know the one you're talking about it's the nintendo 64 the one that has three protruding bottoms 
and the, the analog Nintendo is like 64. smack in the middle. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Actually, it's, I think it also has what the the Sega what uh, it also has the Sega button layout, six buttons. In this, yeah, six buttons on the right. Yeah, what, what, what yeah, does it have a protruding thing in the middle, man? That's the weird part about it, though. Like, I could see that being so uncomfortable. I think because of the analog, but when it comes to I game mean, they could I'm just like, push. Whoop. They could just push the button up yeah. and push the analog. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Industrial design is its own thing, man. That's true. Everyone has their what? And their own... Everyone has their own ideas when it comes to making something. Sega is like, yeah, let's make six buttons on the side. Six buttons. Yes, that will sell. Nintendo is like, amateur, let's put an analog in the center. Yeah, it's weird. uh, Anyway, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah. So Mm -hmm. now what I wanted to know is... uh, when it comes to the community in general, how have mm-hmm. your experiences with it been so far? It depends. Like uh, when you mean experience, like interacting with the community, engaging the community, or what do you mean, like an overall interaction yeah, overall, with the community? Interacting, interacting, engaging. Yeah, just go with that one. Um, okay. Uh, the thing is. I've only mm-hmm. okay. Mo, mo, I've only I've interacted not only, but I've interacted with mostly PC players. And uh, mm. to be honest, there seems to be a, a fragmentation in like in, mm. in the two five four where there is a fragmentation with uh, between like console gamers tend to stick around console gamers, uh, mm. mobile gamers tend to stick around mobile gamers, PC gamers tend to stick around PC gamers. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what's up with that, but um, I think because yeah. maybe Discord is going to be because already Discord, I can see has voice support on Xbox. I think if they were if they added, which is something they are working on, if they added like the voice support on PlayStation, maybe it can bridge the communities and have a common space. Because I feel like um, sometimes you want to reach people with an event, right? You want to like gather as many people, but yeah. you find, okay, PlayStation guys, yeah. because, you know, they don't use Discord, they want to use WhatsApp groups and WhatsApp groups are not something that I like because of how noisy they can get and how, you know, they just fill up uh, a lot of media on, on someone's phone. So I find Discord to be more organized, right? So I feel like um, yeah. if Discord were to be the de facto communication app for all of these platforms, I feel like the community will be nice, oh. like will be more u- oh. united, right? Also, yeah. what else? Um, <sighs> Kenyans like slacking. Let me just say that. <laughs> like um, you really have to push. I don't know if that's like a Kenyan thing. But there's an aggression that Nigerians have uh, that uh-huh. is, 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 you know, like Nigerians are so aggressive in pushing towards something. It's, it's absurd, right? Like right now I've seen their mobile gaming yeah. and it's, it's, it's crazy, man, what, they, like what they're doing there. So the thing is here, yeah, I don't know if it's because we've been like, we, we've been like, been so comfortable, like for so uh-huh. long, like economic wise. Um, of course, right now the economy is not that good, but we've been generally yeah, stable for a long time. So people don't, mm. I would say people are not willing to take risks. So when it, when it comes to organizing events, there's the challenge of people not showing up and stuff. You know, you like have to beg people to come and all that. I don't know if that's something you guys yeah. experience in Uganda, but it's something we experience here a lot and be honest it's frustrating sometimes you have to like give people a pep talk and tell them and make them understand the importance of them showing up for these events because you know we're in a advantageous position where we have companies willing to you know work with us you know companies like red bull and even mother who you mentioned jan i know he was handing out um we were working with him handing out um like red bull packages to promote the campus clutch so and so we really had to like tell people like, hey man, guys, you need to show up. 
Like it's you know. But uh, hey. other than I think other than that, generally there uh-huh. is a gaming culture. But I can only speak for the PC side of things. Uh, but there is a, a big community. Um, mobile is also very big. I, I had attended the Red Bull MEO. Um, it's yeah. the PUBG. It was a PUBG final. And the, like, the prize pool was mm-hmm. like $5,000. And, you know, it, it, it was nice. Like people showed up, people were there, you know, participating. There's, you can just feel there's a general um, vibe in the community. I would say the mobile community is the strongest and then followed by, um, followed by console and then PC being the last one because I don't know if it's because most people who own PCs tend to be, I don't know, it's, I, I think it's because PC has a way wider spectrum of things you can do where you find uh. people are very fra- like people like unless maybe you're like unless you're on a discord like the the my i think you own it like the auto gaming the one that is like a general one for everyone most people tend to stick around their discord where they play yeah. a certain game so yeah. i also feel like it's the same for, for console yeah no i but get, it. I is get nice. it comment is nice yeah. it's growing mm. and stuff so yeah. Okay, I get you because I understand like what you mean is uh console tends to stick more with console and PC guys tend to be like I don't want to go see anyone that's just yeah stick in our lobbies, you get that? Yeah, 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 yeah I, most, get that. I get that. Yeah, most people just tend to stick around their their, their, their communities. Yeah. But it's 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 a it's a big community by the way. The the thing is, eh? <laughs> You, you really have to look around you know like especially yeah. for me because i stream a lot right so sometimes i yeah. come across new creators and i'm like why did i why didn't i know these people exist exist like even the female gamers i remember i came i came across them like around last year the beginning of last year i was like surprised actually there's actually female gamers who are streaming that's crazy right so there is like unless you go digging like you really have to go digging yeah, and find true. these people, but mm. uh, to be honest, um, I think right now we w- w- what we're trying to do is what for me I'm trying to do is first of all mobilize all streamers and we have a Discord for streamers only. Mobilize all streamers from all platforms into one Discord so that you know we can spread the awareness and try and you know promote. Yeah, I think that and, would you know know each yeah, other. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that would work. That would work because most of the content creators I see on YouTube well, and Twitch, they tend to like know each other in a sense. Like something happens mm-hmm. and like, eh, let me just hop into Discord, talk to this guy and hop into Discord, talk to that guy. So I think maybe it's more for keep themselves in contact with one another. Like anything happens, yeah. Anything happens here, this, oh, this happened to this person. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, that would be, a, that's a very good idea. We keep, in touch with one another, connect with one another. You're like, okay, uh, we're trying to hold a, let's just say, a sort of contest or a tournament. How many guys, okay. you know, spread the words? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I get yeah, the idea. That's, that's a good, that's idea. good example. Mm. Uh, that, that's mm. a good example, you know, by using how Twitch streamers know each other. And I feel like it shouldn't be mm. like a Kenyan thing only. It's only that right now I can only yeah. include Kenyans because... You know some of the sponsorships like the red bull one but uh you okay. know red bull on like red bull kenya it was being given out by yes. red bull kenya so you see i can't involve other countries but to be honest i feel yes. like there should be a broader east african community i, I don't really care so mm. much about the west african side because if we start including all countries it's going to be it's going to be overcrowded i feel like for east african since most of us know kiswahili I feel like if we knew each other and promoted that culture let's first, let's around. First. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. first. Yeah, it would be more, let's first start uh, our, around our own borders. We're like, okay. Yeah. It's just this region, yeah. East African streamers. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Join this Discord. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, the you know, that's why I'm, I'm even like, I'm saying East Africa is because of language, right? So I know yeah. this Discord community that is, so this community is so organized and so good. It's the Eurotrack community. Mm. And to be honest, there is a lot, there's a mix between Kenyans and Tanzanians there. 
and some Indian guys here and there, some foreigners here and there, but mostly it's Kenyans and Tanzanians. And you see, because we all speak Swahili, it's it's kind of easier for them to moderate and coordinate with uh, the Tanzanian guys and, you know, the Kenyan guys. So, yeah. you know, I saw that and I was like, actually, this is nice. Because, I mean, if we look at, uh, maybe let's deviate and we look at something like music videos, you see how many views, how many views Tanzanian videos make. And I'm pretty sure a big chunk yeah. of those views come from Kenya because we also understand what they are saying, right? Yeah. So you see, it's a yeah, big, it's more, a big mm-hmm. and broader market. Yeah, more, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If, if it was to stream, I will benefit greatly mm. because if if a sponsor was to approach me, and I know they see like, oh, I can sell my services in Tanzania, Kenya, and Uganda at the same time. You see. Mm. So they, they, you know, it's it's a broader. To be honest, it's a broader market, which is an advantage we should take off. We should uh, take because I mean, yeah. there's no other region in 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 Africa where we there's a like a cohesive language between a lot of countries. Because even the DRC, yeah, the the, the eastern side uh-huh. of the DRC speaks Swahili, so you see, they can also benefit yeah. from, you know. Like the yeah. gaming culture, because the gaming culture like evolving and becoming something like you know. That even them, they can attend. Yeah. Maybe this time it's in Uganda. Maybe this time it's in DRC. Maybe this time it's in TZ. Maybe this time it's in Kenya. See, building that mm. community um, around yeah. the gaming. No. I feel like yeah. that is how mm. we can benefit. <laughs> though, though the only yeah, though the only problem with DRC, I to be honest, I don't know anyone so far. I do not know anyone so far who does like games like mm. on that level. I don't really know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been nice yeah, if I did. Yeah, we could come together, figure this out. But from DRC, I, mean, we, eh? I don't know. From DRC we, we side, I, I, understand. Well, no. I think most of us understand mm. the situation in DRC. But I mean, they recently joined the East African community. So, you yeah, know. that's true. Mm, yeah, that's I mean, they're also our brothers. So... Don't feel like we should yeah. exclude them because I mean, you know, it, some of these things, you know, mm-hmm. some of these things is just exposure, right? Because people are yeah. like, oh, why do white people always do this and that? But it's sometimes it's just down to exposure. Like, if you get exposed mm-hmm. to some of these things, you'll be surprised some of the talent that is just lying dormant among his yeah, people. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. So hopefully, well, going forward this year, next year, we can meet some DRC, what? Some gamers from some DRC gamers. the Republic of, yeah, yeah, from the Republic of Congo. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, yes, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, bro, I just want, to be honest, I just want gaming, like, I want gaming to get to that point where we see, like, the Western oh. countries. Well, we want it. Yeah, I just wanted to get there because some of us would really want to pursue gaming as a career. And you know, me being one of them, unfortunately, I now have to the reason I I can't even stream the whole week is because I have to work and you know, I have to be realistic and yeah? work. Uh, no, <laughs> I work from yeah. um I work I, I mean mm. I work from home. I'm more of a freelancer, yeah. but you know, I have to have the self-discipline ah. to you know, gauge oh. and like not even gauge, but allocate a certain portion of my time towards mm. work and then come back to okay. gaming. Okay. So, but I would really so, want it to be uh, a full time yeah, thing where true. I know I can just open my stream and, you know, like, hey, yo, guys, hey, what's up? And I know I'm going to get some money. I'm going to sleep well. Pulling and, a fazza. You know, yeah, <laughs> wait, what? Pulling a fazza. Pulling a fazza. fazza. Yeah. Wait, who do you mean? Wait, is that like a joke? Faza, is faza. that like an inside joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not an inside joke. It's faza. just like what? Yeah, Faza. F- Streams, this games. The Indian guy. Yeah. 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 You don't know Faza? I, I, I know him. He's just a disagreeable uh, yeah. person. He really likes getting into <laughs> arguments. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, know him. I know the guy. I know the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would, for me, I also think it would be nice if we could do that because, I'm, well, given what I also do, like uh, I'm also sort of freelance. I help with a friend. We do some stuff here and there. I I edit people's mm-hmm. videos, do their graphics. But the problem comes mm-hmm. is that people want to like see you. For them, remote working is something that 
came in 2020 and left in 2021. So they're like, okay, that's done. Come back to the office nine to five. I'm like, but I work from home. I can, okay, not just there, not just from home. I can work from anywhere. That's as I'm not in your office. Yeah. Yeah, because most of the guys on YouTube and Twitch I see, I think maybe even their edit home in sense. Actually, yeah, they pick mm-hmm. edit whatnot from themselves. Like this guy is also a Twitch streamer, but on the side, he also edits this big YouTuber's videos like that, like that. So if we can also come up with something like that, that would be cool. But mm-hmm. we still have a long way to go. A very long way to go. You're telling me most guys. I mean, you know what's funny is after COVID, actually, I know a lot of people who are working because COVID like showed these employers that they don't need to be there to the office. I mean, yeah, but I, I guess I guess I'm lucky that in Kenya, internet is something that has always been like one of the strong suits here. Like internet is something that people embrace a lot here. There's a, there's an internet culture here. So most yeah, people tend yeah. to have um, connections or just a subscription service where they can, you know, pay for monthly and, you know, work from mm-hmm. home. So, yeah. yeah, I do know a lot of Is people, it? especially the people who used to work only on computers. Yeah. Um, most of them now rarely even go to the office because, I mean, most mm. people, I think employers saw it like more cost effective because, I mean, our economy yeah. right now is very tough. Things are very inflated in yeah. price like the taxation is so high so you want to minimize on co- you want to like minimize on you know the cost of running a business so if people yes. can work from home and use their own resources i feel mm-hmm. like that's where we are at a country right now so yeah, yeah. Actually, actually if i remember correctly was it a few years back they introduced the over the top tax was it ott it was introduced a long time ago. It's just that it's been increasing over the years. Yeah. Like every, every, like right now, because of all the debt the previous mm. government uh, had, mm. they, they're really trying to, you know, they're really trying to, you know, clear yeah, out the debt. Right, yeah. So yeah. we are really squeezed. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, the new bet. government, I don't think, yeah. is into, into borrowing that much. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good thing because instead of if instead of trying to get more money to cover a hole by digging another hole, you're like, let's first figure out a way of what of filling this hole without getting more and digging another hole. So yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good mentality. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully, know. yeah, uh, hopefully. the new president knows what he's doing. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, things are really tough. But I mean, oh. I'm sure it's going to be like five years of like toughness, and then maybe probably the economy will recover. Because uh, I mean, most I of mean, the money was used time. for infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So all these things you've been hearing, I don't know, SGR, expressways. But <laughs> um, so some of the infrastructure, though, is you know the question was it's benefiting only rich mm-hmm. people. So like, why, why, why did we have to borrow to build this? So, yeah, but yeah, there was a uh, lot of overborrowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the on note, the of, note of, uh, OTT, you know that as we don't, we no longer pay it. In UG, we no longer pay OTT. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. I guess. It's, yeah. People, people, it's nice, people man. complain. <laughs> People complain. But you see, like, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, uh, eh? like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, like uh, for us, uh, it's not like we don't we don't really embrace the internet as you guys have. Like, internet culture is specifically limited to certain places and certain groups of people. So, when it came to internet being taxed, like social media being taxed. A certain group of people were the ones that were affected. Like they're the ones that felt that itch. So that's why they were the ones that were like, no, this is too much. But then I'm like, if Kenya here is at what, 14%, 22%? And actually, actually yes, it's, it's called VAT here, value added tax. 
That is the name. They yeah. rebranded it. They it's re-branded not rebranded. It. It's always been called mm. VAT here. Because you were saying OTT, I'm like, mm. hmm, I've never heard of that one. No, OTT, like uh, over-the-top tax, like uh, for using social yeah. media, yeah. we have to pay oh, a certain that... direct tax. It's still value-added tax. It's still no, value-added. They, so they, they... It still falls under yeah. value-added tax. Ah, okay. So you guys don't like pay it directly. They like uh, if you load internet or they did this, they take it off the arts, the money for bundles, right? Um, they just charge you more expensive. Like, uh, okay, if they ah. okay, a good example is like Netflix, right? So Netflix was yes. like for a five user account. Um, you, uh-huh. I used to pay two, 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 200 to two hundred and fifty. I don't know how much that is in Uganda. Let me let me. Pull up my currency converter. Two hundred and fifty. Okay, so two hundred one is uh, thirty-seven. So that would mean three thirty. No, 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 no. Three point something. Three point seven. Three point seven times. Uh, wow. Uh, okay, I've just wow. converted it. That it's seven thousand eight hundred and ninety-nine. So. Yeah, we, it used to be 250, but because Netflix is being taxed by the government, it's now 350 for the shared account. Yes. Like everyone is paying oh, 300 bob. I mean, not 350, but 300 bob. Oh. Yeah, so that's 9,478 oh. Ugandan shillings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whew. I'm telling you. So yeah, that, that, that's how, that's how, that's how it works here. Like um, they add tax on everything you for anything you're buying, fuel, uh, but mostly they tend to tax fuel because fuel affects everything else. So it seems that fuel mm. seems to be bringing them the most revenue. Yeah. So they tend to tax it. And of course, you know, taxing the internet companies and stuff. I mean, that tax, um, you uh, unless you're, I think I remember I seeing paid YouTubers complain that the tax, because uh, I know oh. YouTube, they won't tax you because you know taxing in Africa is kind of difficult because you you re, you can't keep up with people because there's no like there's no accountability very good accountability systems so yeah that's like like that's a way for them to recoup tax without having to chase around people like hey you've not paid your taxes so they tend to add tax on everything oh. such that everyone is paying so wait yeah paid so YouTubers yeah, because I mean, YouTube, YouTube was deduct, deducting the local tax. Like, they're being taxed oh. by the government. So, the money they are making is being taxed. So, so in, in oh. return, they, tend, they, they go, I mean, they, like, tax the creators. Oh. So, okay. maybe you're being paid a certain amount, it gets taxed. And then you get a certain amount. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's harsh. That's very very harsh. Yikes! I mean, it's uh, it has, sometimes okay. Taxation is if you've learned, if you've studied some bit of economics, it's important because there's no other way for the government to generate revenue. Like especially if you're not a net exporter, like you don't you don't export a lot of things. Taxation seems to be a very effective way for the government to create money and wealth. So, I mean, just look at America, man. Those guys are taxed like crazy. Mm. So, generally, if you know, the problem is people well, taxation in a sense. Taxation mm-hmm. in a sense is uh, the government's. It's like the easiest way to for the government to make revenue. money. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's but, not bad if the tax was being used appropriately, like in the European countries where you're getting taxed almost half of your salary, but you get benefits like free health, free holidays, free stuff, you know, such stuff. But now you see the problem yeah, is there, your tax. There you can but, point to where your taxes are going. There yes. you can point. You're like, uh, I paid $140,000 just so that road can be paved. You're like, okay, good, good to know. But here yeah, so we see, don't really know. <laughs> so accountability is, a, I think accountability is the biggest problem. But when it comes to that, like like you said, it's not easy in Africa to, like when it comes to taxation, like sweeping taxes, <laughs> that one's not easy to what? It's not easy to implement. 
like you can just come up with a tax today and the next day there's already a loophole for it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean I it's you. like that. So but the good thing is uh maybe let's I'm uh, going back to like gaming. The good thing is like yeah. for gaming or for revenue generated in these gaming events and stuff, it's not taxable. Yeah. It's like one of the free the areas that is exempt from tax. So Yeah, they haven't they haven't yet figured out a way of taxing it. No, I wouldn't say so. I I think it's more of like to encourage growth so that they can tax it mm-hmm. later. Because of course there's a problem of unemployment because there's a lot of like the literacy level here is high. Most people have gone to school. Most people understand English. So so yeah, you find that true. there's a, an excess of literate people out in the mm-hmm. street. So how do you yeah. how do you create jobs for these individuals? So that's why some areas tend to be taxed less. I don't know. I think uh, going into going into the whole trying to figure out a way of what keeping unemployed people busy by creating jobs is a wrong mentality. I think they're going about it the wrong way. I believe like instead of going in thinking that you're going to create jobs, go in knowing that you're going to create opportunities. You get you understand what I'm saying, eh? Wait, uh, so, sorry, uh, sorry, 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 my, my, my mom was calling me outside. I'm, uh, I'm here. Okay, you were saying? Yeah, no, I think instead of going in thinking you're going to mm-hmm. make jobs, go in mm-hmm. knowing you're going to create opportunities. Like, let's say mm-hmm. you're going into, a manuf- into manufacturing. Go mm-hmm. in knowing that instead of just building some factory, whatnot, bring the opportunity. So not just one person, but 10 people. Mm-hmm can create more opportunities for others. That's, that's also what I think, because the whole mentality of creating jobs just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be working, and yet it's the same song that all politicians seem to sing. So, like, as an example, gaming, because I know you guys have the... <laughs> was it, what was it? The Kenya Gaming something? <laughs> that board? The ASK, whatever. <laughs> yeah, there is, but yeah, I mean, funny. you know, the problem is, is you can come up with a body and show some validity and it's going to be accepted. So someone hijacked that idea and of course he's not helping us in any way. But uh, I do believe Karano um, has, has, has the... I think Karano has some good thing going on, so I'm just going to let him, you know, that's his department in terms of dealing with, I don't know, the government and stuff. That's yeah. where Karano comes in. But uh, yeah, yes, okay, uh, you were saying we yeah. have the... Huh? Yeah, create mm-hmm. opportunities about jobs. Like, for example, that uh, whatever bo- gaming board of yours or whatnot, instead of mm-hmm. a few guys just getting money from the government every month, they could have been it, like, okay, yeah, it's not even all, a few guys. All 50, it's just literally yeah, one guy. All, okay, yeah. This one person goes out, recruits like 10, and then he tasks those 10 with, like, let's say, go to different regions, set up like small offices, and then interact with the gamers in there. Just like that. That's already 10 people who've given opportunities to other 100 people. And then, like so, like so. So they could trickle down effect of sorts. One person, two people, four, eight. Before you know it, you'll have like a like you'll have a lot of gamers connected, you know? Like let's say an example, you're like uh you're in Nairobi and you're connected to a guy in Kisumo who wants who has an idea for a tournament, like let's say an example, an Apex tournament. He wants to host an Apex tournament in Kisumo, and he's like, hey. You guys in Nairobi know where I can get this and that, which internet service provider I can use for this, what uh, servers I should connect to, yada, yada, you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an opportunity. But like I said, I think maybe it's that's innate greed we all have. We're like, nah, I'll do this for myself. So, yeah. To be honest, though, I feel like... Um... Um, I don't think the the position that the government is in can be able to create opportunities. I feel like it's more of creating uh, or the agenda that is is to create an environment where job creation is easy because 
there's a lot of hurdles that comes with these niche fields like gaming and stuff. You know, there's importation tax that is crazy. You might find you're paying tax that is almost equivalent, if not even more than the item you're purchasing. You know, such such things. So and like yeah. the, the work of like the work of ESKF is supposed to be to go to the government and tell them that hey these guys are burning up and trying to create something. Could you please exempt some things from I don't know high taxation? Maybe PlayStation, yeah. make sure that these things are not taxed as heavily. If anything, if we can't produce them locally at the moment. Let them just get in for free because they are creating opportunities and maybe it's up for them to create a plan and actually document and you know provide some evidence that hey this is a this is working people are you know creating jobs with these things yeah because I feel like if we sit there and rely on the government you're going to sit there for a long time because most of the opportunities have come have come from private companies like Liquid Telecom, who is very willing to support gamers. Uh, right now we saw the likes of Tasker. Uh, I don't know if you know Tasker, but it's a big beer brand here. And uh, Red Bull, who's been, who has started getting involved a lot in uh, not only gaming, ah, but like dancing. Yeah, Red Bull. Uh, I mean, this is, right now the, yeah, well, the uh, Valorant international Red Bull is going on. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, internationally, international Red Bull is known to sponsor gaming. What gaming tournaments everywhere around the world? Red Bull, Red Bull has been very active when it comes to gaming. They didn't uh-huh. slack. Like, well, as we had Sprite here, but Sprite kind of decided to go its own way. But mm-hmm. back in the day, Sprite used to sponsor a lot of tournaments, and there were people willing to go and play. Whenever there's a sprite uh, sprite tournament being hosted, let's go. Mm-hmm. But now, I think now that's uh, what is it called? Uh, Mountain Dew is the one trying to pick it up because just recently, I think Mountain Dew hosted. Uh, yeah, Mountain Dew hosted a Code Mobile tournament. And mm-hmm. I don't remember the I don't remember the details much, but there was even a prize pool. So I'm like, okay, at least at least this is coming back up. You get, but yeah, yeah. yeah personally, mm-hmm. I think yeah. Like you said, if maybe the government can see that this is an opportunity, they could, I don't know, help people like, I could like exempt people like Andrew Young when they're bringing mm-hmm. stuff in because Andrew Young says that it's not easy to bring the stuff he needs to build PCs in. Not easy. On top of the handling, there's the taxes and then the transportation costs. I'm like... And you see, that's where now you have ministries and bodies that that's the work of those specific ministries and bodies it's their job to you know like hey you we we we, we, we this is our field like hey come see that some of the policies you guys are implementing is hurting the economy you know like it's up for them to make it a conducive environment where a company like red bull can come and splurge money and help guys without being without a lot of eyebrows being raised like oh these guys are making money and this and that let's tax them to hell yeah you know so yeah that's uh, true (laughs) yeah but i do believe karano Karano is in the right (laughs) direction i mean like in terms of you know speaking i've spoken to karano a lot we we do sit down and share you know knowledge and there but in terms of where his mindset is in terms of like pushing the industry forward i do believe he he's doing a good job and and of course i mean maybe the process was a little bit derailed after one of one of the guys he used to work with died i think i don't know if you knew brian oh. Barasa, but he passed oh. away but he was also one of the frontiers so the people pushing gaming oh. but i do believe oh. he's he, he's going to Whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. I mean, he did manage to take a yeah. team to Birmingham to represent us in the esports Commonwealth. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I do believe uh, with him on the on, on top, everything is going to yeah. be everything is going to work out. Truth. So the only thing is just yeah. you know supporting him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Over here we have uh, yeah. Over here we have guys. The guys are called uh, Arutem. Yeah. Uh, I've also been following, following up on, uh, it's, I mean, Ivan, Ivan Kabuka, it's, that, that's his name, right? Yeah, Ivan, yeah. Yeah, yeah the stuff he's doing I've is also been solid. following, 
his, his stuff. Yeah, I mean that. That's the yeah, kind the of people he's bagging mm. up. Yeah, so, I had him. I had him on the podcast. Was it last re- la- last month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his uh, yeah his episode dropped by. So yeah, I, he has a place uh, close by from actually where I'm where I'm actually sitting right now. The place is close by. That's where Arudem Gaming is. But yeah. I like how that's nice. how he's doing because yeah, here in UG, when it comes to gaming, if someone wants to do something, it's either a place that sells PC parts or it's just a gaming, uh, a gaming what? Cafe of sorts. That's just how that song and dance normally ends because we had a place here, uh, Garden City, where guys used to come with their, with their PCs or laptops and game, but it seems that they mm-hmm. misbehaved and they got kicked out. Because before COVID, I went there and I was like, hey, where are the gamers? They're not here. Oh, okay. Oh. So I was like, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, what Ivan's doing, I like what it's doing. I like what he's doing very much. I should support such guys. You should be, you know, encourage him. Yeah. Tell him maybe I say die. But encourage him, okay. but also, <laughs> you know. Mm. You know, yeah. he can also always reach out to us Kenyans to promote him as well. Because, you know, actually, he one thing asked to be, some back. Yeah. He, he asked some time back about uh, a Uganda Kenya tournament, Uganda versus Kenya tournament. I mean, I'm down. We've done. I, wonder- I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a part of uh, a gaming esports group called Red Spears Gaming. We ah. did host one, a Kenya versus Zambia one. And, uh, yeah. you know, we won. There's been a couple <laughs> for FIFA. Uh, for us, we yeah, host Apex yeah, Legends FIFA games. I've seen, mm. I've yeah, seen the for, FIFA for, ones. The FIFA ones, yeah. Yeah. For us, we host Apex Legends mostly. But um, if he wants a uh, guy, if he wants to access mm. the COD community uh, in Kenya, I can, mm. I can refer him to a guy. Um, his YouTube mm. is Bounty. Bounty. Bounty YB. Let me see. Let me see if that's the correct one. Yeah, Bounty Bounty YB. He should uh, reach out back. Bounty that's YB. the guy that. Yeah, Bounty YB. Just Bounty and then YB space and then YB. That's the guy who is like very popular with the code community. He is looking for a Kenya versus mm. uh, Uganda yeah. scenario. That's the guy you yeah. reach out to. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we've gone quite a bit. It's cool, man. It's cool. You know, it's, it, yeah, it's the yeah. composition is, is is good. If you're going beyond, yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, as we finish, uh, top five games. That's going to be a difficult one. Jesus, I've played so many games. <laughs> I I need to recollect my. Okay, okay, let's okay, go with that. Okay, can you branch them? Can you maybe give me three categories? <laughs> it will be much more easier. Okay, for no, me. Let, me make, let me make it easier. Top five games in terms of uh, replayability. Replayability. I would say yeah. Red Dead Redemption, Elden Ring. Um, mm-hmm. Which one else? Which one else did I play? I mean, I, I finished Spider-Man and this. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't replay Spider-Man. No. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the missions will become monotonous. Um, which one else? Trying to think of a game that I played and I was like amazed at what I was seeing. (laughs) I think Elden Ring and uh, and Red Dead Redemption. Elden, Mm. oh, and yeah, Elden Ring, Red Dead Redemption, Control. Uh, Let me just add Ah. uh, Spider Man there as well. I think also God of War, the PC version. Um, Ah, it's, it's oh, very you nice. got it on PC. Yeah, there is a remastered. There is there is a remastered PC version. Yeah, PlayStation have been re- yeah. releasing the. Uh, yeah, the I mean, they've on, been porting the games to PC. Yeah, I have it on Epic. Yeah, I have it on Epic. But then yes. getting the PC that actually can actually handle it. Oh no, that's the nightmare. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not really uh I don't know. I mean, my hardware is a bit. I mean, I do manage to, you know, quiz out mm. some some mm. performance out of the hardware I still have. But yeah, I would ah. say this ones. But Elden Ring, I would say, is the most 
sort of playable one since it's such a huge open world and there's a lot of things to do <laughs> in there. Oh, you just and like the punishment. Just like punishment. Yeah? Uh, not even I, I feel like for an open world like the design for the open world yeah. is so fantastic because i mean that is one thing that i hate about ubisoft games they tend to become monotonous and repetitive go here kill this go there go do this you know i don't like those kinds mm. of repetitiveness and also gta gta is also on that list i mean most of the gta franchise uh, is on that list yeah. as well mm-hmm. so yeah, I haven't played five, but San Andreas for me, not the definitive version. Five is good. Five is uh, is actually has a pretty good campaign. I I I I play five only for the online nowadays. Yeah, I think that's. I, mean, I think that's that's the reason a lot of people go back that online. Mm-hmm. And the online is is fun. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, Ryan. It's been fun. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>